2: Welcome to Ticket Weeknights. Okay, here's the deal with Nicole. Live from Cobble Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. She's just going to tell it like it is. Nicole is, uh, she's very wise. Sometimes you're not going to like it. Here is your host, Nicole Griffin.
3: Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Ticket Weeknights. Happy 60 degrees in January. Happy Nicole's birthday month. I'm going to milk that for the next six hours until it's February. Go Um, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
4: Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. That's me. Mute.
3: What was that? Sorry.
4: So they have to to mute stuff when Strick is on so that we can hear Strick and there's no feedback because he's in Florida. So, oh, really? I had yes, so new I had to, to me
3: no I'm just kidding.
4: <laughs> I, I had to add a tab Well, all the tabs were unmuted on the stream. Well, so I apologize. If you
3: weren't listening before, <laughs> you're listening now, so ticket week nights with Nicole Griffith. I am we are in studio from six to eight o'clock. It is no longer. Big Sky and I, he is um, Mm -hmm. off to greener pastures um, or, you know, just pastures. doesn't have to be greener. Um, Maybe greener than here because it's, you know, dry and cold here. Maybe it's more greener wherever he's going. I know where he's going, but. Anyways, I digress. I am with Nick. It's Nicole. And then we also have Alexis, who mm-hmm. is joining us. And we have Carter, yes. who is in the other room. Um, so we've got some new faces here at the ticket. So if you see them or hear them, be nice to them.
4: Yeah, always be kind. Yeah, new faces. Um, it's teaching everything. I was off last week. Stuff. So
3: when did um, our, our new faces start?
4: So Alexis started last week. Oh, last Monday. Ah. And Carter, it's his first day today.
3: Oh, my gosh. Congratulations, Carter. Alexis?
4: I'm not sure he can hear Congrats.
3: us. Congrats! Sorry, it's... You don't have a microphone, but I acknowledge the head nod. We have an exciting, exciting show ahead for you. Um, coming up, you can well first of all you can watch you can stream you can listen to ticket weeknights it is you can um, watch on youtube live facebook live twitch and then um, in your car on the app uh the ticket 93.7 the ticket also if you're too lazy to do that which i would be um you can just ask alexa to play 93.7 the ticket and maybe if i just say this if you're listening in your house should i just say hey alexa Play 93.7 The Ticket. That should be like a commercial, and then it'll just start playing in people's... It works. Does it? It
4: actually does, because Rico does the same thing on my show every day when we run through all that stuff, and he does it, and people text in. That it's us happened? Because it happens on all their elections. Sometimes
3: it happens on my Google Home. Like It's, really? right, it's right next to... Well, this doesn't happen, but... I know what you mean. Next, it's right next to my TV, so if someone says something like, "goo," like close to it close to google Mm -hmm. it'll say like i'm sorry i didn't catch that (laughs) well and i'm like not talking to you
4: google (laughs) with the with alexa i found out and i read somewhere that basically it responds to any word that starts with a and ends with a
3: alexa so it's like alexa
4: or it's alexandra like if you say those names it it works Mm. it's wild Wow. So it just has to be close. It, it just listens for the first letter and last letter. So it doesn't really care
3: about the L-E-X. No,
4: not necessarily. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it helps with the responsiveness, but it's not perfect. Yeah. So
3: That's so good to know. I don't have an Alexa, but to everyone's, who's, everyone's Alexas mm-hmm. who are going off for now. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, th-
4: I think Google is better, though. Sidebar. Okay. I, I have a Google... A in Google, my room. A Google, a Google, Google Mini. Home, a Google Home Mini. Got it free. Because I did too. For Spotify? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Look it, at us. It was legit. I was worried that it was not, It was fake and it was real. And I think it works perfect.
3: My roommate got one. Um, well, I don't live with them anymore. RIP. They're not dead. They live in <laughs> Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> they um, finished school and then... Um, got full-time jobs, but they nice. got, one of them got the Spotify deal yep. and got the Google home. And I thought it was like expensive. I was like, Oh my gosh, you have a Google home. I want a Google home. I'm like, no, we got it for free. So all three of us got them, mm-hmm. put them in our rooms. And sometimes my music would play in like Riley's room. Really? Like they just, it was really annoying. <laughs> like, yeah, that it seems like connected to the wrong one.
4: Okay. So I have gotten to the place where we're the house I live in with, with two other dudes that are 24 and 23. So older. Um, obviously, out of college and stuff, but we're renovating our whole house, and one of the things that we have—why
3: would you take on that endeavor?
4: It's it's fantastic, actually. The house is is very nice now—hardwood floors, everything. The the basement's all renovated; like it looks really nice. Not a normal twenty-year-old house, okay? Um, or a house that a twenty-year-old would live in, I should say. Well, we're getting like the, we just got the Google Nest doorbell. And so now my phone's going off nonstop, With, like, saying, "See, person seen. Time sensitive front door doorbell." So it like, it's weird because how the how electronic the world is. We have the electronic thermostat now.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: It's fantastic. It's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really segue? know how to transition how out of
3: that. But you know what is easy is the <laughs> incredible run Zach Taylor has had, is right? It easy? That's the next segment. No. We're gonna have <laughs> um we have a good show for you guys set up. Um I'm gonna talk some NFL that's been leading the headlines. Yes, uh Tom Brady is what we're gonna talk about. I tried mm-hmm. to get him on as a guest, but he didn't text me back oh. about, you know, if he was retiring or not. Yeah. So I couldn't follow up with that. So um, I do not have Tom Brady's number, so talk some I, I'm NFL. I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> uh, it's 402. It's yeah. strange. It's a Lincoln number. It's crazy. Uh, we'll talk NFL, Nebraska football at 6:25. We'll have our first guest, Chris Baznet of Nebraska men's basketball. Which you know, I'm kind of torn. This mm. is Chris's first time on my show. I adore Chris. He's a great guy. I'm a little torn on the men's basketball program right now. Yeah. Do we continue to talk about them? Do we take a pause from them?
4: I, I think you have to because Nebraska, I mean, they, they're winless. So it's like something to talk about. It's not fun to talk about, but, but it, you, you have it's to like, talk about You know
3: about what? Like, just just go to the corner, and when you win, yeah. come back.
4: So we need to be talking about Husker women's basketball That's instead. coming up.
3: That's coming up. I so did not give
4: away the outline. No, you did, I did not. not act- I've learned.
3: Um, at 645, which would normally be on the fly with big sky is now, um, a new segment that I'm going to try to do is 10, 11 stories of the week. So I'll just talk about the, um, stories I did just to kind of close out the last segment that I did this past week. Um, and how you guys can check them out or watch. And sometimes they're positive. Sometimes they're really sad, but you know, they're um, all really touching. So coming up in the seven o'clock hour, we will have drum roll, maybe, maybe not
4: Uh, yes drum roll
3: okay yeah we will have former husker former linebacker jamie burrow the brother of joe burrow he has been you know obviously supporting his brother Mm -hmm. he was down for the afc championship game we will have jamie burrow joining us um, on the honda of lincoln hotline and then if you have any questions for him um, Go ahead and call or text those in. That's also with Baz um, of the Journal Star. Call, text in. That's also throughout throughout the whole show. We want to hear from you. And then at 725, we're going to talk Nebraska women's basketball and the amazing freak athlete that Alexis Markowski is right now. Holy smokes. Don't give it away. No, <laughs> Breaking <laughs> news. Knew. She's good.
4: Breaking news. Another Freshman Player of the Week award for her.
3: And then um, 745, Nebraska Volleyball lands a Ooh. four-time All-American middle blocker. So you know, might as well start punching those tickets to Omaha. Mm -hmm. Is in Omaha next year? It is. Wow.
4: And you know what happens when they win in Omaha, or when when it's in Omaha?
3: Is that a follow up from two years ago, or it was already planned to be in Omaha?
4: Because it was like kind kind of such
3: a cruddy situation with COVID Uh, and stuff. I
4: I would expect that it's already planned. It was already planned. Okay. I think Omaha just drew the short straw that year because they had a plan. And they're like, we're going
3: to get it again in two years. Yeah exactly so you can call or text in 402-464-5685 um i was, was gone last week so it's been two weeks without a show i miss you guys and um i'm sure all of your guys's birthday gifts got lost in the mail for me so you can go ahead and call in and wish me a happy birthday perfect because it was over a week ago but it's still the month
4: i wished you a happy birthday
3: you did on my birthday i know my brother No. Did not text me on my birthday. Come on, man. (laughs) He texted me the next day and he goes, He's pretty my family's pretty like I wouldn't say like ruthless, but you know, cut Cutthroat. Yeah, a little bit. Uh And um I he said, Happy birthday the next day and I go Thanks, but you know my birthday was yesterday. Did he know it was yesterday? He knows. Or the day before? He, like, I think he just... Oh, he did
4: it intentionally. Maybe
3: he just forgot, but he goes, I know your birthday was yesterday. I am just now saying it to you today, though. I will say, how helpful
4: are the Facebook notifications saying it's so-and-so's birthday today? I
3: think it's pretty helpful. It is helpful, but I don't go on Facebook enough. I... The two-factor yeah. authentication, I can't get on there and I just don't use it.
4: Two-factor?
3: Yeah, you have to have like this, maybe you haven't been like, your account hasn't been used yet, but I have to have two-factor identification. Really? Yeah, it's the whole thing. So I don't really go on there. Oh, I've, I do not do that.
4: No. You I know? only thing I have two-factor for is for my uh, homework. <laughs> homework assignment says Duo Mobile, and I have to. It sends a notification to my phone to make sure it's Nick me. It's me signing in. Mm,
3: yeah, who else would be doing your homework?
4: <laughs> who else would be? That's fine. Yeah, it's probably best. So,
3: so exciting show. Caller text in. Want to hear from you. Incredible run by Zach Taylor in the Bengals. Just this playoffs, uh, th- this playoff season. Zach Taylor had his first career playoff victory, and the Bengals get their first postseason win in 31 years. Now Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have not ever lost a playoff game in their careers together.
4: That's right. Going back to, holy cow. Yeah, that's something. Did you watch the games?
3: Yes, I watched the games. I was more interested in the first game.
4: I I think a lot of people were.
3: And then the second game, maybe because, you know, it's kind of like California people. Why are you laughing?
4: Because somebody texted in and Matt G not football related, says Facebook is not cool to use for birthdays. If someone means enough to you, you should know their birthday. Very it's true. It's not fake that way. I, I agree. I would agree with that. Like, I know a lot of my family members' birthdays, cousins, uncles, all that. Like, I know that, but I'm saying, like, distant, not distant friends, just friends from, like, high school now. um, I I don't remember that, but now I can text them on their birthday and be like, hey, happy birthday, man.
3: And then they're like, "Oh, th- yeah, yeah like, Nick remembers."
4: Nick. I I th- I don't think people are oblivious to that. I think like when people text will text me on my birthday here next month. Like, I'll be like, "Okay, when's your birthday?" February twenty second.
3: <gasps> we're one month apart.
4: Yep, turning twenty one.
3: Oh, that's right.
4: We uh we changed the plans. We're no longer doing a party bus. What happened? Well, so it's on a Tuesday night, and so we were like, we don't want to pay for the party bus. And pe- like, we had, like, 45 people said that they could come. Like, so there was people that said they could come. But since it's on a Tuesday, I told my buddies that we're paying for it. Monday and was morning
3: like, into Tuesday or Tuesday, nope, Tuesday into Wednesday? Tuesday
4: into Wednesday. I took Wednesday off. Um, <laughs> off of work. Just to play it safe. And I was like, guys, let's not do the party bus because people will bow out last minute. And then we're out. You guys are out all this money. So instead, we are going to Ameristar. We were going to the casinos Tuesday night and what?
3: you're not going we're, to
4: we're not doing downtown. I do, I have no interest in hitting the bars downtown. Okay. I have no interest in that. Well,
3: I guess I'll just go take my broken heart somewhere else. I was excited. We are more. I, I will more than welcome
4: or more than happy. Huh? Uh, I am more than happy to. We, we'll definitely grab a drink. But here's the thing. Um. I want, I like me and my buddies are just going to spend it in uh, the, the boats. We're just going to go to the boats and spend the night there. And they paid for the hotel room and everything. So we're just going to hang out there.
3: Okay. Well, um, enough talk about that. Don't want to hear about yes, it anymore. Yes.
4: Ubaldo, Nikki Cuffs is turning 21. I am turning 21. February 22nd. He's
3: a baby. Yep. Here I am.
4: So, okay. Back to NFL. I apologize, Nicole.
3: Back to my regular scheduled programming of yes. my own show. That Nick hijacked. Fun fact, though, if you do want to find out who your real friends are, change the date of your birthday on Facebook and see who responds. That's not nice. That's funny, though. Yeah. Anyways, um, Super Bowl. Bengals and the Rams in two weeks. Not a super sexy Super Bowl, but it's extremely exciting. Uh, You have Matthew Stafford, who in his He's been in the league for 13 years, finally going to his first Super Bowl. All it took was leaving Detroit and the NFC North. And yeah. then you have the Bengals, who were 2-14 two, two years ago. And then uh, Zach Taylor was, what, 4-10? and 10
4: He year, was 2-14 one year. 2-14 two,
3: two years ago. Yep. And that's why no one had him on the radar for being a Huskers coach. And then now he's off to the Super Bowl. So yeah. shout out Zach Taylor. I will say... When it went into the game uh, of course, it was going to go into overtime, right? Mm-hmm. That's how all these games have been in the postseason or recently in the postseason, has been by one score overtime or or overtime games. And then you have just the the people on Twitter. Who hate the overtime which i feel like is a majority of people because when you saw the can- when you watch kansas city win the f- coin toss and you saw their crowd erupt mm-hmm. and you saw the dual camera shot of patrick mahomes and joe burrow reacting to just a coin toss you know things are a little flawed when it goes yeah. straight off of a coin toss and then you have josh allen who's Pain. sitting yeah. in Buffalo with a Kleenex <laughs> box and he just tweets pain yeah. right as the coin toss ha- out right after it happened. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed like the chips were following falling the Bengals way. They couldn't close right away. They almost, they had a dropped interception or a dropped pass. That could have been an interception right before the interception yeah. before that. Right. And I, one of my friends that I was texting with, so I was watching it via a uh, fire stick. So I'm like oh, okay. a solid 15 to 20 seconds. I'm a solid play yeah. behind. I hate that so much. And so he would text me and he's like, ah. how dare. And I, you know, well, I hadn't caught up yet. yet. And then I like went on Twitter and then obviously it's like, then I was like, so the field goal had been kicked and made and I was still seeing them decide if they were going to kick a field goal.
4: Okay, so you were quite a bit I behind. was, like, maybe
3: a solid 30 you, seconds behind. Do
4: you have an idea of what they could do for overtime to change it? Because, like, that's been a big topic, right, like mm-hmm. you just said. So I, I, I don't know how they could fix overtime. I
3: just feel like if you score a touchdown... The other team should get a chance. The other team should get a chance. I, I feel agree. like that would make so much more sense. Like, it's like how college football is. Yeah. But college football is, like, on the yard lines, which makes it
4: yeah i don't like weird. that part see like how would you feel i like the sudden death idea personally for where i each know. team no no put no.
3: the quarterbacks on the zero yard line <laughs> and see who can throw it the farthest
4: <laughs> I, I i said as a joke before 500 the text line, before the text line freaks out as a joke i said i told uh rashawn jackson during one of the, the midday show that they need to put the kickers out there yes and whoever can make the longest field goal that's the team who wins and they're going to be special iced special teams is important
3: they're going to be iced and they're going to drink an actual smirnoff ice <laughs> before they kick the field goal sure that's whatever the overtime rules in. that we need
4: whatever you want to throw in no like i like the idea though where like you said nicole where if they get each team gets one possession and then if both teams don't score then I'm okay with having whoever scores next next, next wins. score wins because yeah. that way you both have a shot. So I, I would like that idea, and you can keep the coin toss since everybody's so infatuated with the coin toss at the NFL at the NFL office. But
3: knowing I mean, that if you lose it, you're, you're still okay. going to get a chance. Yeah, you're fine. It but doesn't then, need to be like completely rewritten. No, no. But it would be nice to yeah. have a little more fairness.
4: Yeah, I, I think that would be. I've one of the complaints that we had for changing anything was somebody texted in during during my show, I think, that was like, Well, if the defense can't stop an offense from going seventy five yards, then do they really deserve to win? And I'm like, Well, you're in overtime, so you're at least competitive right now.
3: Well, I honest I have a hot take for like basketball. Ooh. If just how games are so there's so many options for scoring mm-hmm. that I'm like, if it goes into overtime, you don't deserve to win the game. It should just be a tie because we don't need to go like two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight over. I mean, I know it's iconic and the games are awesome. And Nebraska and NC state had four overtimes, but you're just like, when does it end? How does anyone want to win this game? And then, so that's one of my, I'm not someone who's going to come on here and be like, these are my hot takes, and I completely believe this. But one of the things I you You'll just think, nestle them
4: in there really quickly. I'll just
3: be like, hey, maybe they just should tie, and that sucks. Uh,
4: see, I hate ties, though, in sporting events.
3: Well, maybe they should make their free throws or make their layups or ooh, make ooh. catch the ball this is, better.
4: This is kind of getting at a, at a touchy subject, Nicole, when you're sa- talking about the fundamentals of basketball.
3: Well— <laughs> I'm just This is just, a touchy subject. This is just for the universe out there, for any team. I'm not directing
4: it at anybody. No, this
3: is how I feel about sports. And maybe they don't deserve in 40 minutes and sometimes in the NFL in 60 minutes mm-hmm. and you can't come up with a different score. But how much of a
4: letdown would it be if like yesterday's game, even though it was a playoff game so you can't end in a tie, right? But if it was a regular season game. How disappointing would it have been if that game ended in a tie?
3: Well, what are they going to do? And you just had
4: to stop after four quarters.
3: Well, well that's what. That's why they're try, That's why they have these NFL these overtime rules because yeah. they want less football played, but they want the full Ooh. game played because the best way to have safe football is to not have football. To not have
4: football. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't like. See, one thing I would change about the NFL overtime as well is that you can't have ties
3: in regular season. Yeah. Yeah. I hate well, it. Well, it wouldn't happen in the postseason. You're right,
4: but I, I can't – I hate the idea that after the overtime hey, period –
3: you're going to take away a tie from the Lions this year? How dare you?
4: The Lions were much better than their record indicated. That's true. Dan Campbell is going to turn that thing around. Now, with Jared Goff at quarterback, not so sure. Do you see but the meme of – But um, I like him a lot.
3: Of, of Shepard and um, Odell Beckham, uh-uh. and Odell Beckham like went up to hug him because he was crying on the bench. Uh-uh, I didn't
4: see that. I'm sorry
3: Are, Do you have a Twitter account?
4: I do have a Twitter account So,
3: Shepard was crying on the bench Yes Because they lost Yep And Odell Beckham goes up to com- com- comfort him Yeah, He's gonna yeah. say confront No, comfort Comfort But people made a meme of it of Matt Stafford and Jared <laughs> everybody's, <God.
4: laughs> everybody's making memes right now about either that or it's the whole Joe Burrow holding Patrick Mahomes on his shoulders like a baby. I live,
3: <laughs> I live for sports Twitter during games, like just reacting.
4: Yeah, I, I can't make memes, so that that department doesn't really.
3: It's not very hard to take a picture, put some words on it.
4: I know, but I'm kind of a... Prof- I'm when it comes to some th- some things, I'm a perfectionist, and. When it's like not perfect with the memes and like the cropping isn't right, I don't like it. I don't want to post it plus then it's really embarrassing for me personally if I were to post it and uh it'd be stupid yeah, no, 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 I post it, and then i uh don't get any likes
3: oh that's
4: that's what's that's He's what's sad ruthless. someone
3: doesn't like his stuff.
4: There was so I've tweeted out a couple really, really funny things, like not even just funny to me, but funny. And my five hundred and ninety some followers just don't like it. That's OK. So I need.
3: Don't delete the tweet, though.
4: Yeah. Deleting tweets are weird
3: unless you have um errors in them. I will
4: say I delete tweets every single time if I have an error, if I have a typo.
3: Sometimes I just put the asterisk and I'm like, we're over it. Yeah. Okay, we are going to take a break. On the other side of this break is going to be Chris Baznet of the Lincoln Journal Star. As you know, my heart's torn. We're talking about the men's basketball team that is not doing very well. Breaking news. But it'll be Chris's first time on the show. So that's how we're going to spin it. So we're going to take a break and um, stick around. Don't go anywhere. and We'll be back after this.
1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin.
3: Welcome back in to Weeknights. I'm your host, Nicole Griffith, joined alongside Nick. I have to get used to that. Yeah. Um, I mean, sorry. Try, try. Micro-
4: <laughs> no, try bending it down like that.
3: You think no, I have no. been here before? <laughs> Jeez. Um, I will not say the word I want to say because it does not does not go with the guidelines we have here. Um, so i'm with nick it's nick and nicole alexis and carter are behind the scenes for us at the ticket so we got some new faces if you pull up the stream um, you can hang out with us Um, don't forget to watch stream listen on youtube facebook twitch in your car on the app on the website or you can ask alexa so if you're too lazy like me well, I don't listen to my show. I do listen to my show sometimes. Yeah, I, I think that's a good thing I to do. I listen back. I don't listen to the whole two hours, but yeah. um, I like to see how I sound. I feel like my voice is deeper than I think it is.
4: I think I think it's good to listen back because then you get to you learn. with you, yourself? That, and also um, it's just you get to hear how you sound in your delivery. And so do you ever listen to any of your old stories mm-hmm. or like your stories? Yeah. So. Yeah.
3: Anyways, more importantly, on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, we have Baz. Yes. Chris Baznett. <laughs> you forgot me. my name. No. <laughs> I, I looked at the board, and it says James on it. And I didn't know if ba- we have a guest, if so- <laughs> wow. we had a
4: caller. Baz, I was so worried because I did not want to just look at her and go, Chris Baznett. No, it says James. <laughs> it does. The it board does. that has
3: the names of people on the line has a name on it, and usually <laughs> it's blank. So I was like, do we have a caller?
2: You're, getting, you're throwing mics all over the place. You forget the name of your guest. Like, I, what's going on over there? Um, right
3: excuse me, sir. This is your first time on my show. How excited are you? <laughs>
2: I'm so excited right now. I can't even begin to describe to you i some feeling.
3: I knew it. I knew when I messaged you. I thought you were going to be like, "Wow, took you four months, huh?" But no, you were a uh, you were a nice you were nice about it. So
2: I was trying uh, to play it cool, but yeah. I was pretty excited.
3: Good, good. There we go. Um, so I don't know if you probably didn't listen to the first um, first segment, but I'm a little torn right now on talking about the men's basketball program because um, they're terrible. And so um, they're not doing very well. Quick snapshot of the team: they're six and fifteen overall, zero and ten in the Big Ten. They have an eight-game losing streak, and they haven't won on the road or at a neutral site this year. Bass, how how what's it what is it like covering this team?
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it's kind of a broken record, right? Like you, you kind of you go to the arena, you you think you might potentially see a win, you know you probably won't, and then you end up usually not <laughs> and it's just been like that. We saw it the other night with Rutgers. Nebraska led the whole way until the last 90 seconds. It's just kind of reminiscent of the Ohio State game where they led by five with 30 seconds left and, and couldn't hold it. Reminiscent of the Indiana game that was close to four minutes left. The Illinois game where it was tied with four minutes left. You know, it's they they lose all these games. It's almost – it's not exactly like the, the football team because the football team was competitive in all their games. But at the same time, man, they, they just seem to find new ways to lose every time out. So, yeah, it's mm-hmm. – it's it can get to be pretty monotonous at times cuz you kind of know what's coming. Does it seem?
3: Yes, like it's either a win or a loss, but does it seem like how they're losing is the same broken record or are you seeing different different ways to lose? It's kind of like Nebraska football where you're just like how many possible ways can this happen? But is that what you're seeing with this team or is it really just their lack of closing?
2: Yeah, I, you know, I think I think it's a couple things that that relate to the lack of closing, we, we know they really struggle to rebound the ball. That's a big part of it. That's that keeps that makes it tough to get defensive stops late in the game. You know they, they've struggled to shoot the ball much of the year. They have been better over the past couple of weeks, but we saw the other night against Rutgers, the offense just really bogged down. You know the last six, seven, eight minutes of that game, they they've struggled with turnovers at times this year. So you know it's all the little things that you need to do well to win games and close games. And they don't do them well. They, they they play good defense, but they don't rebound. They they run good offense, but they don't make shots. You know, so you can kind of – they 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 find different ways maybe to lose these games and they struggle to close these games, but it's a lot of the same themes that lead to these different ways they lose.
4: We're talking to Chris Bazzin of the Lincoln Journal Star. Baz where, where do they go from here? Like, you're almost halfway through the season or a little over halfway through the season. Um, obviously, postseason play is out of the question right now. Barring some crazy miracle, um, where where does Fred Hoiberg go from here?
2: I think that's the the eighteen and a half million dollar question, yeah. right? I, I, you know, I can't can they find a way? The schedule does I lighten up as as light as a Big Ten schedule can get over the second half of this season. A, a road game at Michigan tomorrow night, notwithstanding, you're going to see you're not going to see the Purdues of the world and the Michigans of the world, the Michigan States of the world. It's going to be the Northwesterns, the Marylands. You know the Penn State's, the teams like that. So there's opportunities that are going to be there for Nebraska to win games. There's no doubt about that. So, can you continue to play with the same effort that you've played with? You know, against Illinois, against Indiana, against Ohio State. Can you can you take that and do it against Penn State and do it against Maryland and do it against some of these bottom tier teams, Minnesota? If you do that, Nebraska's going to win games. Are they going to go out and win seven or eight more and, and revive their season? Odds are probably not, but there's going to be opportunities there for Nebraska to get the job done. At least, at least try and find something positive here down the stretch.
3: Baz, there's nine games left until the Big Ten tournament. Four of them are at home. Five of them are on the road. This team hasn't won on the road. Um, if, if you were a betting man, if you are a betting man, um, how many wins do you think that they're able to even just like scrape or claw out of that? In those nine games yeah. left.
2: Yeah, well, again, you start kind of looking at the schedule. You get Northwestern and Minnesota at home back-to-back after the Michigan game. I think those are two games Nebraska can win. You know, Maryland at home is a game I think you can win. At Northwestern is a game you can win. That was a one-point game up there last year, you know, and at Penn State. That was, that's Nebraska's one road win under Fred Hoiberg is at Penn State. Um, so there's there's opportunities there, I, can they go five and four? Maybe I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Now, it's that's maybe crazy to say when they're sitting there at zero and ten right now. But at the same time, there's there's opportunities there. And look, Nebraska's going to have to play well. There's no doubt about that. And and they they can't just show up and, and think they're going to beat anybody in this league. You can't do that against anybody in any league when you're zero and ten. But there are going to be opportunities, and there's going to be multiple opportunities. So. It, Five wins is is not totally out of the question, and, and certainly I don't think multiple wins is out of the question.
3: How beneficial has Trey McGowan's been back in the lineup, being able to be back with his brother? You know, he suffered the foot foot ankle injury a couple months ago, but being able to come back and kind of spark this um, off or spark the offense, spark the defense. He they still haven't won, but how beneficial are you seeing it having the team kind of gel back together?
2: Yeah, it, it helps. It, there's no doubt it helps. You're talking about he, Trey McGowan's maybe isn't Nebraska's best player, but he's their most important player, I think. And that's because he's the best athlete on the team. He's their best perimeter defender. And, and you look at some of the games Nebraska's lost. You know, I think of Ohio State when Malachi Bram scored 35 points. I think of NC State when Darion Sebron scored 39, those are guys that Trey McGowan's is probably guarding if he's healthy. And those are games Nebraska probably wins if Trey McGowan's is healthy. So, again, is Trey McGowan's the difference between, you know, an NCAA tournament berth and where they are right now? No, he's not. But they're a much more competitive team. They're a much more complete team when he's on the court. And and you've also seen Bryce McGowan's, his brother, you know, really kind of take off, I think, these last few games since since Trey's been back.
4: Chris, I'm curious – your thoughts on a possession specifically, the last possession of the game where Kobe Webster got fouled um, against Rutgers on Saturday night. I mean, what were your overthought, overall thoughts on that possession? Because is that just something that Nebraska fans need to or have been getting used to where there's just no movement and a guy like Kobe Webster just pulls up and goes one-on-one? Or or what are your thoughts there on just kind of the last possession? Because I see a team like Kansas, and I understand Kansas isn't Nebraska and nowhere close, but there's always guys that want to take the shot. Does Nebraska have a guy that wants to take a shot?
5: Well,
2: I think that's part of the issue with closing games. You know, when you haven't been in that position and, and you don't know how to win and how to close. And and even for all, all these guys that are on this team that certainly have done that, you know, in their high school careers or maybe earlier in their college careers, it's just it's just different when you haven't done it, done it in a while. And, and, look, that that possession specifically, Nebraska was in a tough spot. They had to go the length of the court. Yep with not a lot of time left. I mean, Kobe Webster dribbled up and shot and got fouled with 0.9 seconds left. There wasn't exactly. going to be time to run a whole lot of offense, you know, out of that. So, yeah, part of that is when you don't win, you you don't know how to win if that makes sense. You know, you you don't really learn how to win until you do it. And and until Nebraska does it, until Nebraska can close out a game or a couple games, you're going to see stuff like that. And that's what we've seen so far. You know, yeah, yes, Nebraska had a chance on the last possession. Yes, Kobe Webster missed the free throw, but, look, Nebraska led that game the whole way. They were up six with six minutes left and couldn't close the deal. The, the offense on the last possession wasn't good, but the offense the last six, seven minutes was, was also the issue, and, and that's what led to them being in the position they were in. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's just tough, I think, when you're not in position, when you can't close the deal, when you can't get it done. It, it's just tough for guys to, I think, execute when they don't have the experience.
3: The Huskers are on the road tomorrow night at Michigan. Um, do you think Fred will, you know, he kind of mashed or changed up the rotation this past week or this past game, but we've found out that Alonzo Verge was dealing with a um, – it was a coach's decision, but we know that Alonzo had had a death in the family, and he found out, like, apparently – as he was going to the game or earlier that day. Do you think Kobe gets the start again, um, against Michigan or do you think he'll go back to his uh Hoyberg will go back to the um regular starters?
2: Yeah, I think you'll see Verge back in the starting lineup. You know, that's the one guy when they played Michigan the first time that really had was really able to do anything offensively at twenty nine points against the Wolverines and look, Nebraska lost by thirty five, so it doesn't really matter, but they they, they need they, I think Alonzo Verge is better. He's one of the guys that's really benefited from Trey McGowan's being back, and, and I think it, it allows Alonzo to be more aggressive on the def, on the offensive end and the defensive end. They, Fred Hoiberg talked today about kind of moving Alonzo into the, some off-the-ball situations, which is kind of a more natural position for him, you know, playing off the ball and not having to play point. So we'll see what that looks like tomorrow, but but, yeah, you know, I, I don't think what you saw against Rutgers is going to be the lineup going forward. I could be wrong. We'll see. But I expect Alonzo Burge back in the starting lineup tomorrow.
3: We're talking with Chris Bazinet of the Lincoln Journal-Star. Are are there signs of hope moving forward? Like, who, who are they bringing in, like, for next year? And to, you know, kind of like what are the silver linings that you're seeing or you know it's it's pretty hard with an O and 10 team and potentially a team that could go winless in the conference for a whole year which I don't yeah, think I, you've seen something like that and mm-hmm. I've never seen something like that
2: <laughs> yeah I, I think that's what makes the back half of the schedule so important for Nebraska to at least get a few wins on the schedule that but, but they've signed another really good recruiting class another top 30 recruiting class and one of those guys is already on campus and and Denim Dawson, and, and he's redshirt in the second half of this year, but you see that kid, and he looks the part. Like he looks like he's ready to play college basketball physically. Raymel Lloyd is a guard who's going to come in and be ready to play right away. You know, Blaze Keita, uh, the JUCO guy out of Kansas, is going to come in and, and give you size and rim protection at six foot ten, six foot eleven, right away. And so there's going to be pieces that can that can help can help him can help Nebraska you know, uh, next year. And I think the big question is going to be, what is it? Can to have my, sorry, my son. Hey, <laughs> How's it going? But, yeah. You know, the, a big key to this will be continuity. You know, who does Nebraska bring back off this year's roster to add to that recruiting class? I just, I don't, if this coaching staff is going to stay intact, you can't just do a full roster reset again. You've done that two years now and it, and it hasn't worked. So, you're bringing this good recruiting class, what kind of continuity can you have from this year to next year? That's going to be a big part of this, too, because otherwise you're just starting over again in year four, Mm -hmm. and you're going to end up with the same results that you've gotten in the first two-plus years. So, yes, the recruiting class is good. Yes, there's there's maybe some signs of hope with those guys and some of the younger guys you brought in this year, but you also need that continuity going into next year just to have kind of a baseline to work off of.
4: All right, Baz, one more before we let you go. I, I actually am going to ask you about baseball because Nebraska men's basketball oh, is Oh, curveball. Not, yes, curveball. Um, and I 60- didn't tell
3: him that we were going to talk about baseball. That's, that's I said we were just talking about bas- basketball. Th- this
4: will this will test how good Chris is. No, um, I'm joking. But it's 60, <laughs> 60 degrees today. I mean, everybody's kind of in the mood for uh, the March 14th home series against Columbia where it's a 110 first pitch. I mean, how's Husker baseball? Get, get us excited about that team.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, defending Big Ten champs, right? <laughs> Let's start there. And they lost some star power off of last year's team. Obviously, guys like Spencer Schwanbach, Jackson Hallmark, Cade Pope. But you talk to the coaches, and they, I think they feel that this team, while they may not have the big stars that last year's team had, they've got more depth than last year's team has. And that means better competition. That means the ability to, to trot different guys out there in different situations. That means the ability to – to have a deeper pitching staff you know to, to match up situationally if you need a, a certain something late in the game whether it's a base runner or a pinch hitter or something like that so look it's going to take some time uh it, it's going to be different you're you're adding midweek games back into the equation of course you're playing a pretty solid a pretty a non-conference schedule that's really going to test you you're going to have to replace most of your starting rotation on the mound you're going to have to replace your entire outfield and like I said, you're going to have to place a guy in Spencer Schwellenbach who was a really special player and did, did a little bit of everything for Nebraska. So there's there's question marks there, but at the same time, I think there's a lot of promise uh, with this team. And, and I think what last year showed is that the way Wilbold coaches is, is going to work in the Big Ten. So it becomes how quickly can Nebraska kind of gel together? How can they kind of fit those right pieces into the right spots? But, yeah, this team has has as much promise as, as any team Wilbold has had since he's come to Lincoln.
3: There you go. If you awesome. weren't excited about baseball, you are now. <laughs> thanks, Chris, for joining us. Um, have a great rest of your Monday, and enjoy the Michigan game tomorrow.
2: Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate the time. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Bye, Palmer. Bye. <laughs>
3: That's Chris Basnet, the Lincoln Journal star, and his son Palmer, making a, a little bit of an appearance. We are going to take a break. On the other side of this break, we will close out the first hour of Ticket Weeknights with Nicole Griffith.
2: Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and the TicketFM.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffith.
3: Thank you, Big Voice Bob. This is Nicole Griffith on Ticket Weeknights. Fun show so far talked um, a lot of random things in the first segment, but we eventually got to our points talking about Zach Taylor and the yeah. the fighting Zach Taylors that are the Cincinnati Bengals.
4: We have a couple comments from that first segment that we didn't get to. Oh, no. Somebody says, hey, Google, stream 93.7, the ticket works. Oh. It worked. Oh, hey, when Google. When we said that, oh, hey, like, um,
3: Thank you. I was like, okay.
4: Matt G and I, we're all good now. Um, we, we sorted out the whole Facebook thing. Uh, somebody I'm else, on Matt
3: G's side. Yeah, so. yeah, well I'm
4: not saying it's like good to use Facebook as your only source of birthdays.
3: But stuff. it's helpful. Yeah, it's helpful. But you should know when your um, friends' birthdays are.
4: Somebody says Alexas are better oh. than Google's. Mm. Um, That's pretty much I it. don't have
3: both. I feel like you're one or the other and I didn't see an ad for free Alexas. So yeah, they I, partner with Spotify. I got a free Google Home and now they have access to everything that happens yes. in um, my house.
4: Somebody says would have bucks versus they said so you're saying bucks versus chiefs would have been more sexy
3: I feel like it would have cuz those are like the powerhouse teams right yeah and so we're in uh, like chiefs kingdom territory I think
4: that's a big thing of a it,
3: little yes. bit but i mean who picked you're going to sit here and tell me that you picked the cincinnati bengals and well, the no. rams to be in the super bowl uh,
4: okay so fun fun fact i did pick the rams but what? the Bengals, I did not pick.
1: Yeah. Once they got Von Miller, these are two four seeds.
4: Yeah. Like so, the I do think the Super Bowl is really interesting. I don't want to take away from your new segment, but the, the but Super he continues Bowl, to talk. The Super Bowl <laughs> is going to be interesting because like Stafford, the first season he's not in Detroit, he's in the Super Bowl, and Joey B is about to have an opportunity to win a Super Bowl in his second year, basically his first because he tore his knee last year. Yeah. So okay. What what ten eleven stories did you do this week?
3: Don't go into my own segments. <laughs> We've had a good show so far. We talked the NFL. Um, we did not talk much of the Huskers, but Dwight Boodle, the second, committed mm-hmm. to Nebraska. Yeah. And he tweeted that uh about forty minutes ago. So that's your Husker football news. For the day, that's it. That's, that's all, all you, you, get. That's all you <laughs> get. That's all you want. It is January. Um, that is Decap's um, younger brother. Mm-hmm. So um, the Boodle train keeps on chugging. Yep. Nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just move on with it. Yep. So that's that. And I might then use we it had on my show. We had Chris Basnet of the Lincoln Journal Star talking uh, men's basketball. And then um, coming up um, at, in the seven o'clock hour, we're going to have Jamie Burrow, the former. Mike Linebacker mm-hmm. for the Huskers uh, back in the early 2000s. He is Joe Burrow's older brother. So he was down in uh, Kansas City this weekend, and we're going to chat with him and go ahead and stream, watch, listen, talk, don't talk,
0: mm-hmm.
3: whatever you want. We are live on Facebook, Twitch, and on YouTube, and then also you can, we're in podcast form. Like when people say, oh, I missed your show, I'm sorry. I'm like, it's... It's podcast. It's 2022.
4: Yeah, everything's podcasted. It's just direct well, download. And, and that's the thing. Well, you can either do the audio or you can just go back onto YouTube and watch Watch
3: it. me suffer. <laughs> suffer?
4: That's a bad Not word. Not suffer, yeah, but struggle. Yeah, come on. That, struggle? That's hurtful, man.
3: Not just I'm struggling. Sometimes I Are struggle. Some Sometimes I, I have my words. I fumble and I mess Welcome up. Welcome to radio. So shout out um, Debo Samuel.
4: Yes. Shout out Debo Samuel and Sterling Shepard why not so
3: embarrassing so <laughs> embarrassing sometimes I you know I was going on... Debo we're just gonna, why that's why we call him Debo so Debo. yes my this segment um will be quick it's rounding out the la- the first the last segment of the first hour mm-hmm. my 10-11 stories of the week so I am full-time reporter at 1011 part-time. Radio host. Stories I did this week uh, that were exciting, or, I mean, these are just all the stories I did. I work 410s, so there's one, two, three, four stories on there. Sometimes I do more in the week, four but... 410s. Uh-huh.
4: Explain that a little bit, please.
3: Oh my gosh, are you dumb?
4: 410. 410 PMs? No. Do you know Car- what it means?
3: Carter-, Carter knows. Carter knows? Carter's a genius. 410s. If you, on the text line, know what 410s are, please educate Nick... Schnurt on what four tens i forgot that
4: you knew about that nickname um call him schnert if
3: you want so nitro burger closes after 11 years in lincoln Mm. that is a retro um burger and milkshake place um it was off Cornhusker highway it was a fun cool i i love doing business stories but it's always sad when um they close Um, but it's nice to sit down and talk to the owners and are people texting in are you reading about it
4: Oh, 10-hour days?
3: Yes.
4: One person said it on the YouTube. There we go. That makes sense. For,
3: I don't work four to 10. I work That's four to That's what I was, four, four 10
4: 10-hour days. Yep. That's, is that normal for you? Yep. Holy cow. I'm a Wednesday to
3: Saturday. Here's the busy bee. And then I come in here on Mondays. So, Nitro Burger closes after 11 <laughs> years. What?
4: No, they're, they're hating on me. Thank Mark, you. Mark Onwire got into it probably ask the talking tens folks my goodness four 10-hour shifts dum-dum four (laughs) 10-hour days four 10-hour work days come on (laughs) and then patrick goes i'm happy he doesn't know what 410 means i think you mean 420
3: oh yeah (laughs) but
4: i do know what that means that one i do know (laughs) yeah anyway what else and they're selling their merch yeah, it's That's a cool, cool. place. Yeah. yeah, I saw that today.
3: Um, this story is a little sad, but it has a happy ending. A Lincoln Northeast student, he was in wrestling practice. His name is Preston, got his car stolen and wrecked. Um, they took his phone. They took his wallet. They took his keys. They eventually took his car. Um, his car was then wrecked. Um, the car, the sad part, I mean, that is sad that kids would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the car was provided to him by funds from his late father who died serving in Iraq. Oh, geez. So it wasn't just a car to him. It was, you know, it's kind of like his father's last gift to him. So they had a GoFundMe set up and it had like $50 in it. The goal was 7000 and now it's over $10,000. And I've smokes. had, um, I had an auto, an auto business reach out to me saying that they wanted to be in connected with them and get, provide him a car free of charge. So, um, you know, the, they haven't gotten a car yet, mm-hmm. but they're just kind of weighing their options right now. So
4: that's fantastic.
3: Yeah, and people are like, what a great story. And I'm like, no, it's sad. It was hard to talk. Sometimes those stories are like, they're just heavy.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, Then I went to Nebraska Women's Basketball on Thursday for Aussie night with the three Aussies, uh, Jazz Shelley, Ruby Porter, and Izzy Bourne. I talked with Jazz Shelley and Ruby Porter's parents. Amazing. I have like a minute-long clipped version of them talking. I did spell Shelley wrong, and there's an E. There's two E's in it. Oh, no. Edit button at Twitter. But... um. I just did the asterisk, Shelly.
4: Yeah, Jazz Shelly's mom's was Jazz Shelly mom, Jazz Shelly's mom was wearing a jersey that night. Mm-hmm. Super cool jersey.
3: You gonna tell him what it was?
4: No, I'll let you. No, go ahead. It was an Australia jersey that had Shelly on the back from when she played in. Which you Aust- think I know Australia. how to
3: spell it because I saw the jersey, but you know. That's okay. Things Ed happen. It's it. okay. Twitter.
4: And you could get Twitter Blue and you can edit it up, up to a minute after, but it's two ninety nine a month. Oh. The Twitter blue.
3: Interesting. Yeah,
4: but you only have a certain amount of time to edit it. So if you don't notice your wrongdoing in, in like right after you're screwed. you're out of luck. Hmm. Interesting. And you're paying two ninety nine for that.
3: And then my other story was an LPS student was found at the bus barn after being left on the bus and not dropped off at school.
4: I did see that.
3: That is terrifying. That's but funny. maybe it's not it's not like they weren't found. It's not like they were well, yeah, lost, yeah. But they were found like two and a half hours after school. And they were had just, started,
4: and they were just in the bus.
3: They were just wandering around the parking lot. Oh my goodness! So talk how, about how um how old? Uh, elementary. You know? Oh my. goodness. So that's your ten eleven stories of the week.
4: I like that segment. That's good.
3: And you know, and then I just go to bed and
4: <laughs> act like nothing sit, happened. Sit with all those feelings <laughs> that I
3: have. So. Okay, good first hour. Um, Go ahead and listen listen back on YouTube, on the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And starting the next hour, we are going to have Jamie Burrow, the former Husker linebacker, older brother to Joe Burrow, who was in Kansas City this weekend, you know, being a good brother, supporting his brother in the AFC Championship game. We're going to talk to him about... His amazing Husker career. And also, you know, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. So stick around, we're back after this.